Welcome to the podcast at thatguitarlover.com. I'm your host, Ross Chevalier. Many guitarists and bassists like to use effects, mostly in the form of pedals, but for those who are also recordists, sometimes as plugins to the DAW. We'll start our conversation in the pedal world. Depending on the age or design of the pedal, an effect may be either on or off, with no middle ground. This can be perfectly okay but more and more musicians are seeking the ability to mix the dry sound along with the wet sound. Going to a dry wet amp configuration can help with this, but it's a bit expensive to go that route if your primary goal is simply to blend the dry and the wet. Many newer pedals, specifically in the delay and modulation space, as well as in the case of some reverbs, will offer a knob marked mix or blend that delivers this exact functionality and as a general guide, I will always encourage musicians to seek a pedal that offers this. Of course, the pedal must sound good to your ears first and foremost. But what can you do if you have a pedal that you love, where you want to mix the dry and the wet, but the pedal doesn't offer a blend or mix control? The solution is called parallel processing. The name sounds much more complex than it really is. What you will require, presuming that you have only one amplifier, are two little boxes to go on your board. The first is a guitar signal splitter. For this purpose, I propose the JHS Buffered Splitter Guitar Signal Path. It's a small black box with one input and two outputs. It splits your guitar signal into two outputs, and because it includes a buffer, it lowers the output impedance, and that supports longer cable runs. It's incredibly simple. You run your guitar cable from the instrument to the pedal, and from one of the outputs, another guitar cable can be used, as explained shortly, and from the second output, you run a cable to your pedal chain. You can place the splitter anywhere that you wish, so you have some pedals that you want all on, you have switched on. You then take both cables, one from the splitter, and one from the last pedal, into what is called a summing amplifier. Again, in this scenario, I recommend the JHS summing amplifier. It's another small box with no surface controls, just like the buffered splitter. Cable from its output direct to your amplifier. Now you will use the level controls on your pedals to build the volume that you want on the pedal side of the chain. Because the summing amplifier combines both signals, you can have different volume levels for each input. Some folks like to put a volume pedal last in the pedal chain to quickly raise or lower the contribution from the pedal side. If you do this, consider one of the smaller footprint volume pedals, such as the Dunlop DVP4 mini volume pedal, to preserve space on your pedal board. Both of these JHS units have no surface controls, so you can actually mount them to the underside of your pedal board. They do require 9 volt power for each of them. Be assured I receive no compensation or benefit from JHS for recommending their products. I do own a number of JHS products and I only recommend that which has worked for me. I'm pretty sure that the nice folks at JHS actually have no idea who the heck I am. And the same is true for the nice people at Jim Dunlop. If your amplifier has an effects loop, check to see if it offers parallel capability. 
Most all effects loops are serial by default, meaning all the signal goes through the loop. However, some amps offer parallel effects loops, so you can mix the dry and wet signals to your liking. I have a Coke multi-tone head and cabinet, and that kit's about 20 years old, and it does offer this. Until I understood the value of this capability, I never used it. Now that I see it, it's the only way I happen to use that effects loop. Finally, if you're recording into a DAW, and you're happy to use effects plugins to be applied after you finish recording, parallel processing is really easy. Your dry signal goes to a track. The track will output to the master track, but you can also, within the DAW, set up a send to send the output to a bus or auxiliary track. The naming depends on your DAW. You'll place your effects plugins on the bus or auxiliary track, not on your original track, and then use the fader for the bus auxiliary track to achieve the mix that you want of dry signal and wet signal. This is so simple to do that it surprised me that more recordists do not do it. Of course, there are musicians who feel that the plugins cannot achieve the sound of a physical pedal. And, well, that's your choice. Your choice and higher end interfaces will permit taking your pedals and putting them on your, their own track, but you'll have to have expertise with your interface and your DAW to make this work if they are even capable of doing so. As a musician, you are not stuck with an all-wet or dry-only track. Parallel processing allows you to get the mix and balance that you want. Of course, if you go with pedals that have a mix or blend function built in, that is the simplest route for sure. As an aside, please note that some old fuzzes need to be first in the chain, and they are going to sound like pork squat if they don't get a high impedance signal right off the pickups. Newer fuzzes, like the one from Benson, have input impedance controls and are far less dependent on receiving an unbuffered signal. As always, thanks for listening, and until next time, peace.